Do you need a new or optimized website for your indoor playground or soft play rental business? Well, we now have a team of professional web designers ready to help you bring your vision to life. Our designs marry your aesthetic with what's been proven to work time and time again in this industry. And since we only work with play-based business owners, we have designing high converting websites that can be a complete game changer for your revenue and income down to a science. And we make it really affordable. Head to the show notes for example sites and pricing information. And yes, you can get the professional yet beautiful website of your dreams on the website platform of your choice for less than $800. You can even book a free call with our web design team if you have questions or want to talk about your specific needs. If you want us to, we'll even do all of your tech setup and software integrations so you don't have to lift a finger. We look forward to helping you convert your vision into reality and in turn, convert more browsers into buyers. Head to the show notes for all of our web design information. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. Happy Monday, Playmakers. I am really excited today because it is officially the 200th episode of the Profitable Play Podcast. I can't believe how much this little community has grown over the last 18 months of having this podcast. And if you've been around since the beginning, you probably already know this story, but literally one random morning in January of 2022, I woke up and I was like, you know what? I have a marketing podcast already. I post on YouTube. I put out all of this content, but I really just felt called to create a podcast just for prospective and current indoor playground owners. And a lot of people called me crazy. And I was really worried that it was too niche of a topic or that it was too specific. And you know, it would never grow to a point where it actually made sense to keep it going. And I'm so glad that I didn't listen to those fears and I didn't listen to those naysayers because honestly, in the last 18 months, this podcast has grown really beyond my wildest dream. So before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here with me today and pressing play so that you can spend a few minutes with me in your earbuds or in your car or you know, coming along to fold laundry with you or whatever you're doing as you're listening to this podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you for all of the amazingly kind reviews. I love, love reading them. So yeah, thank you for making this possible. Thank you for spending time with me three days a week and allowing me to share my experience and my tips and tricks so that you can avoid a lot of the mistakes that myself and others who have gone before you have made already. So again, thank you so much. And thank you for 200 episodes. And I can't wait for the next 200. And I really debated what this episode should be about. So I actually went and asked for some suggestions on my Instagram story. So if you're not following me on Instagram yet, it's just at it's Michelle Caruana. 
the link to get right to my Instagram page and engage with me there is in the show notes as well. Makes it really easy to subscribe and send me a message and give me some feedback, whatever you would like to do. So I posted on my Instagram story and I was like, what should I make my 200th episode about? It felt really difficult to make that decision. And I got so many great ideas that I definitely wrote down for future episodes. But Brooke actually had the amazing idea that I'm going to be using for today's episode. So thank you so much, Brooke. And Brooke is in both Play Cafe Academy and Playmaker Society. And in her message, in her suggestion, she said she noticed that one thing we talk about quite a bit in Playmaker Society is anniversary events. And honestly, just that in itself makes me want to burst with pride because so many amazing playmakers are having their first, second, third, and even fourth anniversaries of their businesses. And a lot of these people have weathered a ton of ups and downs. You know, we got through a pandemic together. We're getting through a recession. And every single person in that group of over 250 owners now is just so generous and so supportive. And I love engaging in these celebrations with them. And I love seeing their businesses continue to grow and thrive and provide income for their families year after year. So that just made my heart flutter a little bit when I read that, that she noticed that so many people are celebrating anniversaries. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. How should you celebrate your business's anniversary in a way that thanks your customers, but also gives you a little revenue boost? So I wanted to share what we did in our business that ended up being a big hit in both of those two ways. So our favorite way to celebrate our first, second, third, fourth, fifth year in business was to throw ourselves a birthday party. So what we would do is we would choose a super popular theme that parents were loving at the time. And I'm going to give some examples at the end. And we would host an event, kind of like a mock birthday party, but it was really, you know, an anniversary celebration where we would decorate our space beautifully, just like we would for a higher end party. And we would sell tickets to the party, just like a normal event, like our Halloween event or Mother's Day event. Now we did try one year inviting our customers for free, just as a show of appreciation, But this, unfortunately, I think this was our third year in business. This led to a really dramatic decline in the revenue that we made from the event, not just due to obviously not having ticket sales, but also because it attracted people who weren't our ideal customer. So they didn't buy coffee or snacks or toys like we had hoped, and they didn't really take advantage of our offer that we presented during the event which I'll talk more about in just a few minutes. But it basically just attracted a lot of freebie seekers that were never going to come back and pay full price for open play. They were never going to pay full price for an event. They were never going to become members. They were never going to book parties. So a great middle ground, in my opinion, is to offer this anniversary celebration or birthday party as a free event for members, people who have you know, really contributed to your business's success and invested in you, and maybe even give them priority registration, and then open up paid tickets to fill the remaining spots. Because your members, like I said, they've already invested in you, so they're not freebie seekers. And I would really pull out all the stops with your setup. 
So include your most profitable and popular and aesthetic add-ons like balloon garlands, entertainment, a craft, food, etc. So people can really get an idea of what your parties have to offer. And this can be super valuable, especially if you're like us and charged premium prices for parties, because often working parents can't visit during normal, um, you know, open play hours that often take place during the nine to five workday. And in my experience, working parents are typically the ones who are most ready to opt in to the most add-ons and pay extra for the convenience factors because they're super busy, their time and energy are limit are are, <laughs> are limited. And you know, honestly, when I talk to a lot of working parents and having been somebody that worked a corporate job with little ones, they just want to be able to enjoy the day. They want to walk in, have everything set up. They want to leave and not have to worry about cleaning up the mess. And they just want to make memories with their kiddos and friends and family. And they don't want to run all over town that day and the day before getting dessert and balloons and hand-making favors and coordinating with all of these vendors and stuff like that. And they don't want to run around playing host for the entire party, you know, clearing plates, serving food. So in my experience, again, this is just my experience in, you know, hosting thousands of birthday parties, it was the working parents that had a little bit more disposable income to pay for those premium add-ons. And they were just so happy to do it, to have those things taken off their plate. And this can be great because you can really give yourself some time prior to the party. So instead of a normal like 30-minute setup that you might give a party parent, you can take hours to really make sure everything is perfect. And you don't have to worry about the host or the birthday kiddos or anything like that. So you can take your time and not just set up the way you want, but you can take hours if you want to take some amazing photos and videos for your website, your marketing materials, your social media assets, your brochures, all of that stuff. And one of the most common things, especially lately, that I've noticed about play spaces that aren't booking as many parties as they like is that they don't have enough clear and professional looking photos and videos of their space set up for a party. So I've mentioned on my episodes before that I really like to see a mix of both, you know, clean slate parties. So just the space with the decorations and everything set up and the food laid out really nicely without the kids kind of playing and causing distractions for somebody who just wants to see what this space is going to look like. I do like to showcase kiddos having fun in the space, but again, I really like to see everything laid out perfectly without any plates, without people eating, without people, you know, pouring a coffee or anything like that. So again, give yourself extra time when you're setting this event up to, you know, maybe even two hours to take tons and tons of photos and videos. Because if you're investing all this time and all of these resources in, you know, doing balloon garlands, buying party supplies, laying out the food, you want to make sure that you're making the most out of it, right? You're getting the biggest bang for your buck. So again, close a little early if you have to. Really take your time setting up and leave yourself at least a full hour to take photos and videos from different angles or better yet, hire a professional to take photos before the event. 
Because again, typically if somebody's setting up for a party, you're kind of working around the host and you have to still communicate with them. And there's probably already, you know, the birthday child and their siblings running around. So it's really hard to get those clear, crisp, professional looking photos and videos when you're also trying to, you know, post somebody. And just trust me, this will not be a waste of time, effort, or resources. These photos and videos can make a major difference in your booking stats. I have seen it time and time again. Plus, it will make your event extra fun and again, really wow people with your artistic abilities and skills, and it can really motivate them to book right then and there. And speaking of booking parties, I always love to create an anniversary offer or a special that aligned with the concept of the event. So in this case, we were having a birthday party for ourselves. Um, So I really wanted to make sure that that offer was aligned with our services, with the event that we were having, just so that it made sense and seemed logical to our customers. So after years of trial and error, I found that getting really specific with your offer is actually much more effective than just saying, all right, we're doing 20% off everything for our anniversary or something similar. So again, because customers were attending a birthday party, we presented them with a logical offer on birthday parties. And this is another thing that took a lot of trial and error, but my favorite deal and the one that converted into the most bookings was not a discount on our packages, but rather we had the most success offering a free add-on or service that was very valuable to the customer, but not super expensive for us to provide. So I chose some of our highest profit margin items. So maybe it was a small balloon garland that we could put together cheaply and quickly, or maybe it was a craft that our staff could lead because we had a ton of craft supplies at any given point. But for us, our most popular offer when we were you know, trying to get a boost in bookings, our best converting offer was actually including an unlimited coffee bar as an add-on for free, which would have otherwise cost $50 to add on. So again, instead of just saying, oh, $50 off your party or $50 towards any add-on, we just said, you know, put your deposit down today and we will automatically give you a free unlimited coffee bar. But again, this is going to be very specific to your business, to your space, to your services, to the areas where you really stand out, especially against your competition, So while an unlimited coffee bar add-on worked best for us and it really seemed to get people who were on the fence about booking a party over that hump and again, actually putting a deposit down, you're going to have to see what works for your business. And again, trial and error is okay. Now, I wanted to end this episode with a few more tips and things we learned after doing this for over five years. The first tip, and this one might surprise you, but weeknights actually worked best for us. And this was for a few different reasons. So number one, by having this event on a weeknight, we weren't taking away from a paying birthday slot. So our business really relied on booking every single birthday spot possible. So this really prevented us from, you know, having that opportunity cost of saying, of having a free event where we could actually have a full price paying party. And I love weeknights because 
usually we weren't doing a whole lot, right? Sometimes we had classes and other events, but this is a way to generate revenue at a time that we probably wouldn't have been generating revenue otherwise. So again, not a high opportunity cost like there would be for a weekend event. And then the second reason is that our ideal birthday party customers, as I mentioned, were working parents. So they worked during our normal open play hours. So if we had our anniversary party during open play, they likely wouldn't have been able to come and we wouldn't have seen as many conversions with our birthday party offer. And then finally, it didn't interfere with people's weekend activities or plans. So I'm sure you know if you're a busy parent, especially if you have multiple kiddos, your weekends fill up with obligations and classes and sports really, really quickly. So weeknights definitely made it most convenient for people to actually attend. The second tip I have is to set up the party just like the package that you want people to book. So for us, this was always our all-inclusive package. So it included food, favors, decorations. So this made it really easy for us to say, you know, if somebody came up to us and said, oh, well, what can I expect if I book this all-inclusive package? We can easily say, oh, everything you see here is included. Or we can say, you know, everything is included except this, this, and this are additional add-ons. And oh, by the way, here's a birthday brochure. Here's all of those prices so that you can see everything. But Really allowing people to see your add-ons and see your different packages in person can be so helpful and so motivating to them, especially if they've never been to a party at your space before. So I always encourage doing this at least for your first anniversary party because many people have still probably never been to your facility, especially if they're working parents or if they have new little ones who are just not at the age yet where they're getting invited to their daycare buddies, birthday parties, or preschool, or whatever the case may be. So definitely at least do this for your first anniversary. And then if it works, do it again and again like we did. So again, set it up just like your package and include add-ons that you actually offer. So make sure your staff is trained to understand, okay, which of these add-ons that we're actually showcasing are included, what is extra, what are those prices, because people are going to want to book parties, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. But my third tip is have your cafe open. So even if you're providing food and drinks and refreshments, still allow people to purchase additional lattes or drinks or teas or anything like that and snacks. I know that I'm always willing to pay a little bit extra to have exactly what I want. So for example, if they're only serving like soft drinks, I would definitely still pay an extra 5 to $7 to enjoy a nice hot latte at an event. And many people feel the same. And my kiddos are also very picky eaters. So I typically have to grab a bag of chips or pirate spoony or something like that, even if we're attending an event with free food. Again, just because my kiddos are super, super picky. So definitely have your cafe open so that you can get some additional revenue from those purchases. And then my fourth tip is to get creative with the theme. So try to make it around the birthday anniversary that you're celebrating. So for example, for your first anniversary, you can do something that is like first trip around the sun or wild one or something like that. And again, I really like to choose themes that were very, very popular and 
very cool and fun and unique to decorate. So I think first trip around the sun is really, really cute. And again, it might give people an idea and say, wow, I would love to have this exact setup for my little one's first birthday party or second birthday party or third birthday party. But I love to align the theme with the year anniversary that you're celebrating. And again, get creative, choose one that is really fun and has a lot of really cool decorations that you would love to replicate. All right. The fifth tip I wanted to share is to try out different offers. So, so often I hear from indoor playground owners, you know, oh, we just did a birthday special, but nobody booked or, oh, we just offered a discount and we didn't even get one booking or we only got one booking. Most times it's not your business. It's not your parties. It's not your potential customers. It's not your email assizers or your social media followers. A lot of times, it's just not the offer that people are looking for. And again, it took us many iterations of trying out different offers to figure out that including an unlimited coffee bar as an add-on, which otherwise would have cost somebody $50, it took us time and trial and error to learn that that was what would actually move people to book. So again, depending on what your add-on money looks like, depending on what your profit margins are for your different add-ons, Try different things, but even if you haven't had a lot of success with birthday specials or birthday offers in the past, try something different. Or if you tried something last year and you were still really, really new and maybe you didn't have as many followers or didn't have an email list, but you want to try that again now that you have a bigger audience, go ahead and try it again. But again, it really just takes time and it takes, you know, kind of throwing the spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks and what actually converts best for you. And then the sixth tip that I wanted to share is I always recommend giving people a deadline or some sense of urgency. So don't just say, oh, you know, this whole month, if you book a party, you're going to get this extra add-on or something like that. Give them a short window to make that decision. So maybe it's book then and there. So, you know, if you come to this event and you book a party, you reserve your date, put down a deposit on the spot, maybe that's the only time you get that super valuable add-on. Or you can have different tiers for your offer. So for example, if you book a party then and there, you get a mega balloon garland. But if you book any time that week, you get a mini balloon garland or something like that. There are different ways to you know, take advantage of this tip, but definitely give people a deadline. And I wouldn't give them any more than like three to five days to make that booking decision. And if you do require people to book then and there, make sure you have enough staff available. So we like to have somebody walking around with an iPad that had the booking, you know, right up on it. So they could answer questions. They could go over the add-ons. They could make some recommendations and they could really take the time to go through the booking process with, with with each person that wanted to. So again, a lot of times I see an indoor playground make the mistake of giving a you know book on the spot offer, but there's a huge line or people get frustrated because someone's you know helping somebody else and they can't get their questions answered or anything like that. So just make sure you have enough staff available if you're going to require that people book then and there. But again, at least give a short time limit because it's going to move people to actually make a decision. The more time you give people, the more time they're going to give themselves and they're going to forget. They're going to move on. They're going to get distracted with something else. Or 
maybe they'll find a different venue. So again, make sure you give them a sense of urgency so that you actually get people converting on your offer. All right. I hope you enjoyed this 200th episode of the Profitable Play Podcast. If you're not subscribed already, make sure you hit the subscribe button so I pop up in your feed three times a week. If you haven't followed me on Instagram yet, my profile is in the show notes. A YouTube channel is there as well. All of my courses, products, resources, consulting, all of that is linked in the show notes. But again, thank you so much for sticking with me through 200 episodes. And if there's ever a topic you'd like me to cover or a question you'd like me to answer, I'd be happy to do that. Just send me a message on Instagram. All right, Playmakers, I will see you right back here on Wednesday.